0: tell you, it's gone way too far, no nothing gonna help you, when it falls apart, the prophets and the praises told you, but you covered your ears, and now the end is near.
2: Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, It doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, so true. It does not matter who the host is. What matters is the person that's on the other side over there. Anyways, how are you doing on this fantastic Wednesday, also known as Hump Day Day? some so how are things going on in your neck of the woods uh, maybe that's the question that we start off with and then kind of linger and go from there anyways um today is wednesday september the 14th day 257th of the year and only 108 days left to go i mean we're, we're getting there countdown to it being over with. Anyways, uh, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place. You're being infiltrated Radio Big. So there you go, infiltration and radio big. So I guess it's a combination of that kind of stuff. Anyways, if you want to interact with the show, it's a simple process in doing so. Go to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That will get you into the system. And then we get to move and groove and do all the fun stuff that we want to do on that side of the house. So there you go. There's that. And then of course we're available as a streaming app across um the different uh, sectors. We got the radio app under iHeartRadio. All you have to do is go to Radio Big for the live streaming session section, not session. Um, And then if you want to see us on the visual radio side, well, I guess before I get away, we do have a Radio Big app, and then we have a Safety FM app, so they're all there in regards on how it works. And then if you want to see the visual radio portion of it, you can go to safetyfm.com forward slash visual radio, and then we're available on almost every, uh, let's see, let's see. social media yeah we should say it that way social media aspect and being able to take a look but like i always tell people we prefer the radio because we are a radio show so that's the way that those things work anyways let's talk a little bit about what was well i guess in just to, to an extent we can talk about what was trending yesterday so let's do that
4: here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show.
2: Okay, so yesterday hitting the interwebs of things to take a look at was hashtag Best Excuses to Come Late for Work was trending on Tuesday. Tweets included traffic, family emergency, the cat refused to get off my lap. Uh the line at Starbucks was really, really long, and in another timeline, I was actually early. Uh, I I have friends that I feel like would use that one. Uh, what else uh, came about? Uh, Ken Starr landed on Twitter top 10 trend after news of his uh, death surfaced. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And then hashtag the at Yes, I did say that out loud. Uh, was trending last night as the finale event of the reality dating show aired. So there you go. So. Is it the finale of like the season, or can we just be over with the show? I mean, I don't know. That's brought to you by the lovely people at ABC, also knows it as Disney. So I, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you what's there. You don't, don't uh, shoot the messenger. Just um, going through the the stuff that is coming in into the house because that's what we do and we talk about and all that kind of fun stuff. So anyways, if you're not familiar with the show, it's kind of a simple process. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety, and then I come back give you my opinion on some of the things that are circulating inside of the world. And then if you want to interact with the show, you can do so during that time, no problem whatsoever. Then we put it all into a big bow and then come back and go, see you, see you later, see you tomorrow, see you, whatever. So there you go. That's what's going on right there. With that being said, I think it's time to bring in our professional broadcasters inside of here and let them tell you what the hell is going on inside of the world of the news.
4: Here is the news on the Raising and
2: Safety Show.
1: NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. President Biden is celebrating the Sweeping Inflation Reduction Act, which he signed last month. A single most important legislation passed in the Congress to combat inflation and one of the most significant laws in our nation's history, in my view. During an event yesterday on the South Lawn, Biden said the measure delivers for families. He added the American people won and special interests lost. Biden said the measure will lower prescription drug and health care costs along with the federal deficit. Results are coming in after primary elections in Delaware, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island. In the New Hampshire U.S. House race, former Trump White House aide Carolyn Levitt is projected to beat out fellow Trump administration official Matt Mowers to face Democrat Chris Pappas in November. In Rhode Island, Democrat Seth Magaziner is set to take on Republican Alan Fung. And in the race for governor of New Hampshire, Democratic nominee Dr. Tom Sherman hopes to challenge GOP incumbent Chris Sununu, who is seeking a fourth term. A Georgia Senate debate between two hotly contested candidates is on deck next month. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican hopeful Herschel Walker are set to face off in the televised event in Savannah on October the 14th. Warnock tweeted the announcement on Tuesday. The two make up one of the marquee races of the 2022 midterms. A class action lawsuit has been filed against the San Francisco 49ers after a massive data breach. Brian Shook explains. The San Francisco Chronicle says the ransomware attack happened last February and exposed the personal information of nearly 21,000 individuals, ticket holders, vendors, and employees. The class action suit filed last week alleges invasion of privacy and negligence. I'm Brian Shook. And the 2022 Emmys are seeing record low ratings numbers. Nielsen numbers show the award show dropped 25 percent from last year in total viewers, hitting a new record low. Monday's show drew 5.9 million total viewers, down from 7.9 last year. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
0: You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the rated R safety show.
1: From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Xi Jinping's trip to Central Asia kicks off with a visit to Kazakhstan before a meeting with Vladimir Putin. The Queen begins lying in state in Westminster later. Hundreds of thousands of people are expected to queue to file past the Queen's coffin in London between now and Monday's funeral. And Kenneth Starr, whose investigations into Bill Clinton led to the former president's impeachment, has died at the age of 76.
0: Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show.
2: Self-implode on our airwaves. Only on Safety FM.
1: The White House is slamming a national abortion bill that's being pushed by a South Carolina Republican.
5: Republicans in Congress are focused on taking rights away from millions, millions of women
1: across the country. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre called it wildly out of step with the majority of Americans. Senator Lindsey Graham's bill would ban abortion after 15 weeks except in cases of rape, incest or danger to the health of the mother. Jean-Pierre said Republicans want to put personal health care decisions in the hands of politicians. Russia secretly Transferred more than $300 million to influence elections around the world since 2014. Lisa Taylor reports. That's according to a review by the U.S. intelligence community. It says Russia covertly used those funds to send to political parties, officials, and politicians in more than two dozen countries across four continents. A U.S. official added Russia probably also spent more money in cases that went undetected. I'm Lisa Taylor. One person was injured after a suspicious package exploded at Northeastern University's campus in Boston. Cops say they were called to the college on Tuesday night. Campus police responded within one minute and found a staff member with minor hand injuries caused by the blast. A search revealed a second, similar looking package that was rendered safe by the bomb squad. Boston police are working closely with the FBI and campus security to determine how the packages got on campus and identify any possible suspects. Police are urging people on campus to be alert and to report any suspicious packages. To authorities, And the NBA is suspending Phoenix Suns and Mercury owner Robert Sarver for one year related to issues at the team's workplace. The league said it interviewed 320 different people, including current and former employees, who worked for Sarver in his 18-year tenure. It found Sarver used racial slurs at least five times, made sexually related comments to women in the workplace, and engaged in harsh treatment of employees. The league launched an investigation into the Sun's owner after an ESPN article late last year accused him of misconduct in the workplace. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio.
0: Listen to our host of the Rated-R Safety Show.
2: Self-implode on our airwaves. Only on Safety FM. The WorkWise Summit is an interactive two-day gathering that will bring like-hearted leaders together like never before as we discuss ways to better align HR, safety, and operations around one common goal creating the future of work together. Day one will focus on self-performance with talks with leading experts on how to live and lead at our best. Day two will focus on organizational performance with discussions on what we can do together to break down silos and foster action. The Work Summit will take place at Coker Tire Museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee on Thursday, September the 22nd and Friday, September the 23rd. For more information, go to worksb. Dot com slash y That's W-O-R-K-Z-B-E dot com. Y Summit.
3: It's a show and they just make fun of a whole bunch of people. It's
0: just too funny. It's too stupid. <laughs> Rated R Safety Show. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s.
3: Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Woo-hoo. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council.
2: What happened to Philip K. Dick from February to March 1974? would change him forever. For the next eight years, he attempted to explain in writing his experience of the entire universe transformed into information. Enter the letters, dreams, and journal entries of the mind behind Blade Runner and A Scanner Darkly. Learn the genesis of the Vallas Trilogy and the stories behind other classic Dick novels. Houghton Mifflin Harcourt is proud to present The Exegesis of Philip K. Dick. Edited by Pamela Jackson and Jonathan Leatham. Experience the ultimate quest into a cosmic mystery like
4: no other. Touch genius. This show
0: is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the
2: toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, there you go. 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out and doing our fantastic thing here on this mighty Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to call it a mighty Wednesday. Or should it just be hump day and get it over with and let's just move forward? Or maybe that's the the angle to go with as well anyway so uh as we are hanging out on this lovely wednesday how about we start talking about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the hit list because i think that that's going to be important anyways uh seeing some news coming in the boxy boxy uh good morning good morning and good morning um as we are speaking thank you for uh coming out hanging out and doing all the fun stuff that you're doing on that side Anyways, uh, Twitter shareholders have formally approved the Elon. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I I think this is the same thing. Uh, formally approved the Elon Musk buyout bid, which a court will now decide whether or not to enforce. Musk uh, wanted back out of the deal, uh, citing Twitter's insufficient data. Of the number of fake accounts, the former approval sets to buy uh, to do the buyout at fifty dollars and twenty fifty-four dollars and twenty cents a share, well below the forty-one dollars per share that Twitter gets on the open market. Uh, a re uh, how's that? Well below. Well, I guess that's way above the what they normally get is really the the thing that we should be talking about here. That's what it sounds like. Um, that's what it sounds like to me. Anyways, a recent whistleblower accusation. From within Twitter, could imperil the deal that must in must favor Peter Seiko uh, was let go from Twitter, head of security, in late June when he received seven point seven five million dollars in in uh, in severance payout. Yeah, seven point seven five million dollars. Terms of must deals uh, stipulate that no employee receive severance payments of be inconsistent with the ordinary course of business. So there you go. Something else is going on. So now the question is going to become, did the dude have an NDA at the same time? Because you know that that's going to be a, a question to come about. So don't worry about that. Anyways, a man in Australia has died in what appears to be the first fatal kangaroo attack in nearly a century. Yeah, the kangaroo had been reportedly kept as a pet in a private home. Authorities arrived on the scene, but the ordinary uh, kangaroo was preventing them from reaching the victim who had apparently be, um, called for help. The 75-year-old man's death at, at the hands of a kangaroo is the first since, take a listen to this, since 1936. There are more than uh, 40 million kangaroos in Australia. So there you go, you, you're, you died via your pet. You know, it's interesting to hear those things as we are talking about them because, hey, it's just one of those things, I guess, that happens inside of our lifetime, if you really give it
4: some thought. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining.
2: Rated did our safety show. Okay, take a listen. NASA has pushed the launch date for the first uh, Artemis mission back another four days from September the 23rd to September the 27th. Tests of the fuel systems have been extended in order to stop the same error from uh, scrapping the launch. On the day of the launch window is only 70 minutes, where nearly half of the uh, two time. Oh, well, hold on, half of the two-hour time window from the earlier that was occurring from the earlier time that was scheduled for this month. So I don't know. You know, the margin of arrows, windows of opportunity seems slim. So there you go. Some stuff to think about What people are going to be doing this stuff. Are you going to be watching? I mean, I, I tell you, it's really not that far from where I'm at. It's really not far at all. That's kind of the way that it goes, I guess, over there. Anyway, Starbucks has big plans for its expansion into China during the uh, bi- biannual investor day. Interim CEO Howard Schultz. Uh, said that they plan to open 9,000 stores by 2025 on top of the 5,200 already open. And that's a pace of a new store every nine hours for the next three years. Yep. That's a lot of Starbucks. It's a lot of coffee. That's a lot of franchise is what it sounds like to me. But anyways, this is my opinion. Who cares? Anyways, with that being said, let's bring in some John Smalls. And let him tell us about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the market beat.
4: Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. Equities plummeted Tuesday. The CPI came in hotter than expected in all comparisons, belying the idea that consumer inflation had peaked, which puts increased pressure on the FOMC to act. The news not only points to hot inflation, but an acceleration at the consumer level that may not be finished. The FOMC is meeting next week and has been indicating a willingness to fight inflation that could lead to another 75 basis point hike or more. The odds of a 75 basis point hike hit 1%. One hundred percent following the CPI news. And the CME's FedWatch tool is pricing in a 35% chance for a historically high 100 basis point interest rate hike. The takeaway from the news is far reaching and ends with the earnings outlook for the S&P 500. Inflation is cutting into the bottom line for most companies and the FOMC interest rate hikes are going to cap business and other economic activities. The bottom line is the hurricane predicted by Jamie Dimon last spring is now upon us and it looks like a bad one. You can get the inside track at marketbeatminute.com.
2: Okay. Thanks, John Smalls, for the information right there on what is going on inside of the world uh, with the market. Let's uh, take a little deeper dive. Stocks had one of their worst days in two years on Tuesday. The Dow lost 1,276 points. Uh, to close at 31,104. The S&P lost about 177 points to close at 3,932. The NASDAQ lost uh, six, 632 points to close at 11,633. West Texas Intermediate was trending at $87.52 on Tuesday. Brent Crude was settled about $93.17. The national average price of a gallon of gas was, um, was, let's see, $3.70 on Tuesday. So there you go. Some stuff going on there. Bitcoin lost more than $2,000 on Tuesday, trading around $20,200, having lost nearly 10% of its value on the trading day. There was 1,915 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Tuesdays with s- such 155 cancellations so just in case if you're wondering what was going on anyways currently 22 minutes past the top of the hours you and i are hanging out let's get into the world of the charts real quick because you know it's wednesday and we had to talk about it the top fiction and non-fiction books currently on the new york times best sellers list so there you go uh so let's talk about this real quick as things are moving and grooving At number five in the fiction category, Carrie Soto is back. Uh, That's the name of the book. I just don't know what else to tell you. At number four, Where the Crawdads Sing. At number three, The Ink Black Heart. At number two, Barity. And at the number one uh, one side of the fiction category, it ends with Us. In the nonfiction category, it goes something like this, Diane, William, and Harry. At number four, Crying in H-Mart, not to be confused with K-Mart. At number three, Breaking History. At number two, The Body Keeps the Score. And at the number one spot, I'm glad my mom died. So there you go. Those are the books that are number one according to the New York Times bestsellers list. There's a lot top five at least. Um, According to what they had to say, according to the fiction and nonfiction category. Anyways, let's get into some world of the news and talk a little bit um, real quick. So let's, um, uh, let's, uh, go with this Michigan state university. Uh, president Samuel Stanley says that he stands with his actions, including forcing the registration of the broad school of business Dean for not reporting sexual harassment allegations quickly. He said that the board of trustees, um, is the issue, not him and says that some members may not have actually complied whether they're part of the state requirements back in 2021 concerning making, uh, concerning making sure that the university complies with Title IX.
0: We asked for an internal audit and review of the situation, which raised questions about our compliance and made it clear that we can improve the processes by which the reviews were taking place.
2: Stanley spoke to the faculty yesterday but did not address if he will retire as several members of the board of trustees are pushing him to do so. Trustee Dr. Rima Vassar says that there was enough concern about Stanley's Title IX issues to ask him to retire early. MSU trustees Rima says that there was enough concerns like I did say. Take a listen to this.
5: I don't want to say that the board has not taken an action other than to ask the president to retire earlier
2: so there you go welcome to msu drama because that's what's going on right there uh and i don't even know if we should go further back because there's i mean if you go further back there's always information of other things that were going on at the university anyways with that being said an eight-year-old detroit girl has been shot and killed while she and a ten, and her 10-year-old brother were home alone instead of being at school Detroit Police Chief James White says that it happened just before noon yesterday in the the 8800 block of Hayden Road.
6: The gun shouldn't have been left there. They shouldn't even be there to have the gun left there. They should be in class.
2: One of the schools found the unsecured gun. One of the kids found the um, unsecured gun, and the police don't um, don't know how the girl shot herself or if her brother shot the gun at her. Uh, The mother of her children returned home after um, the shooting and rushed the girl to the fire station, and she died in the hospital. Detroit Police Chief James White is frustrated with children. That are being killed
6: we've got to get tired of this it's there's no there's no words I can say I mean you've heard me say all of the words that I can say about this
2: you know I have to tell you I, I understand some of the 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 concern in the story but I don't know if it's a certain time to make some remarks especially when you have a death like that but I don't know that's just me talking and I'm not even sure if you care on what the hell I have to say that's for sure Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world here. Anyways, Baltimore Catholic schools have been under increased enrollment this year. There are an estimated 530 new students, and the officials are saying across Baltimore. Believe that there were several reasons for the increase. Mercy High School President Mary Beth Lennon says the Catholic schools have weathered the pandemic well.
4: Our Catholic schools and here at Mercy High School uh, in particular, we had the flexibility, um, the commitment of teachers, and some of the ability to really respond in the pandemic that kept students learning, playing, laughing.
2: Superintendent Dr. Donna Harjan says the pandemic made more people aware of the private school options, along with the demand of the high. Academic standards offered by the school system. Dr. Hargen says that in-person um, learning is the best educational environment, and school systems appreciate that the staff has stepped up to provide such an excellent experience. The influx of students means that they need more educators um, across the board. They're looking, they're looking currently to fill about a hundred teacher positions. Dana Angeli says that her child is a Catholic school, um, uh, is inside of the Catholic School Academy this year.
0: The real reason why we're here is because of the unique opportunity that Mercy High School presents um, along with the religious foundation the academic rigor and the social aspects combine all those four things together
2: academic rigor student Georgia Hannah LeVette explains why she attends Mercy High School
3: I'm in the Catherine McCauley honors program and the women in medicine program which allows me to visit Mercy Medical Center as well as shadow with medical professionals and I did not see that offered at any other school.
2: I'm probably pretty much going there because that's what my parents said I had to do. I think that that would be the case with me anyways. That would be it. Anyways, the attorneys for uh, Alex Jones or what some people deem conspiracy theorist Alex Jones suggests the parents of children um, of children killed in 2012 Sandy Hook school massacre are um, exaggerating the push for anti gun. Linda Barrero has more.
5: Jones' lawyer pointed out only some families are part of this case. He believes they have an agenda pushing for gun control.
1: Our contention, to be clear, is that the damage claims here are exaggerated because of the idiosyncratic motives of
2: the plaintiffs, transforming their griefs into political weapons. The InfoWars host is on trial to determine how much he has to pay in the defamation of damages for claiming about the shooting, which killed 21st, Graders and six educators was a hoax. Yesterday, his lawyers told the court that the parents wanted to silence Jones because he supports the Second Amendment right to bear arms. The parents have sought damages for Jones from Jones after years of harassment from his followers claiming their dead children weren't real. A previous trial last month awarded the parents of the victims at almost $50 million. Linda Barrero says that Alex Jones' attorneys are trying to make the case that the parents of the children killed in the Sandy Hook School Massacre are exaggerating their grief.
5: 26 children and teachers were shot to death at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in December 2012. Jones' lawyer pointed out only some families are part of this case. He believes they have an agenda pushing for gun control.
2: So there you go. A lot of stuff going on there. You know that you're going to see some interesting things going out as we are talking. Anyways, Republican candidate Illinois, uh, Illinois, uh, from Illinois Governor Darren Bailey is renting an apartment in downtown Chicago. The state senator says that he wants to immerse himself in the city's culture.
4: As I've said from day one, I want to immerse myself in the culture. You can't deny there's problems here. And if we keep denying there's problems, the problems are going to get worse.
2: Uh, Bailey said the Chicago culture is filled with corruption and crime while blaming the incumbent governor uh and mayor Lori Lightfoot and Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox for the violence. His public safety plan includes repeating uh, repeating the Safe it's the Safe T Act and that is spelled S A F E - T Act, uh passing a law uh, allowing Cook County voters recall fox and cracking down on gangs so there you go so you would decide to emerge yourself in the culture by moving downtown i think that's an interesting approach that's for sure uh let's keep it right there inside of illinois and chicago in particular two people are dead and seven others are wounded following a shooting in chicago washington Park's police say the gunfire erupted last night uh in the block of 500 of East 51st Street.
4: Investigation revealed that there was two groups in Washington Park. Some type of personal altercation between the two groups. Multiple shots were fired at that time. Two people died at a hospital after
2: being shot. Seven other victims were hospitalized with gunshot wounds and area detectives are investigating so there you go a lot of interesting stuff coming out of there as we are talking anyways it is currently um let's see what is it it's currently 32 minutes past the top of the hour as you and i are hanging out i think it's close enough time to do this here is our main story on the rated r safety show so here's the interesting part we talk about all kinds of fun stuff Inside of this show, we talk about things that are going on inside of the world. We talk about the world of the news, but you know, it is, um, it's been a while. It's been a while, at least since we brought it up here, but maybe this is something that we talk about today and it is interacting with emergency services inside of your work location. And I know that we are going to, um, some of the simplest forms here, but let's be realistic. When was the last time that you had a fire drill done at your workplace? Seriously. Like, I want you to think about it. And what is your normal frequency of doing so? And would you do a fire drill if you knew you weren't going to be super successful at it? Yes, these are all real questions. And I think that at times with some of the stuff that we do for work, We tend to forget that fire drills and things that we might deem simple are things that um, need to be done. And I know people don't love it and people go, well, hold on. And then some people think that they can exclude themselves. But when was the last time you did that? The other portion to reference real quick is when was the last time that you had any interactions with run, hide, fight, talking about somebody coming in to your organization? with a gun uh, with trying to do something. And this is these are, these are just general questions. I will tell you, and I remember very vividly, that one of the last organizations that I worked at as an employee, I actually released the video that the government had released about Run, Hide, Fight. And some people were disturbed, and I'm not talking about the band, about me actually sharing that within the organization that they felt unhinged by me sharing the information. And I still look back and I know that it's sometimes we talk and interact with things that are not the easiest to look at. They're not the easiest to, to sit back and go, oh, well, take a look at this. But it's the reality of the world that we live in. And believe me, this is not some gun agenda that I that I want to sit here and talk about What I want to talk about is what are you doing to be able to prevent? What are you doing to be able to recreate and test? And I ask these questions for the sole purpose of being prepared. Because we have some times where we set up systems and we set up things that we want to do. And we tend to forget to test them. I will tell you, I've been to organizations throughout this lovely country of ours. That when I ask for proof... Of the last fire drill that they ran, it was years old. Years, like multiple. And that's the stuff that we have to be concerned about. Because do you have the correct people set up to do some of that work? Now, the other portion, too, when you start thinking about these drills, I'm talking about when I say portion of that work, like do you have people that assist to make sure that everybody's outside of the building? Do you have a list? I mean, there's software out there. That's available that you can track everybody who's inside of the building. They even have some that goes as far to track your cell phone. I mean, I don't know if you want to go to that extent, but it is a, it's something that's available out there. And we tend to forget how important some of these minor things that might be minor to us, but how important they are in the larger uh, the larger view of things. I almost said scheme of things, but people might t- might take that as a negative speak but i don't want it to be negative speak what i want it to be is considered about what others need to be taking a look at because just to keep in mind that just because it's simple for you does not mean that it is simple for others i will tell you one of the last organizations that i was at um doing some of this stuff it was interesting to see that they had a fire alarm inside of the organization but it made no sound it was known as a visual fire alarm and guess what The majority of the people worked with headphones on and there were noise canceling headphones. So I guess it wouldn't have mattered if they would have, if they would have uh, had a, an audible one because they would still need to be looking around to make sure that they could see it because of the lights flashing and doing all this other kind of fun stuff. So I guess that would be my challenge for you here today. What was the last time you did a fire drill? When was the last time you did a review on run, hide fight in regards of gun violence potentially in the workplace. So, when was the last time? And I know it's simple, and I know it's something to talk about, but if you haven't done it in a while, why don't you do a drill next? Seriously, some things to think about, even though you might go back and go, well, this seems like minor safety. Well, it could be minor safety, but still stuff that needs to be done. Maybe that's the aspect to take a look at. Seriously, as we are talking.
0: What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't
4: always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
0: Now back to Real Safety Talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk.
2: You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now? That live streaming thing and you don't know where to start or what to do? So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms.
5: Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute.
1: Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute?
6: When you help care for a loved one, Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at AARP.org slash caregiving. That's AARP.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ed Council.
3: All right, class, let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older
2: sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a 100 years old. My mom said I must have set a
6: record or something.
3: And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this Ask your parents to take you and your
5: friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. The
0: warned you, but you waited too long now. The dance is gone.
2: Well, there you go 42 minutes past the top of the hour as you and i are hanging out this one's called tear it all down just in case you did not know the complete fiction you are still listening to the rated R safety show songs readily available on spotify and itunes You go. Thank you to Complete Fiction. All for allowing us to play this one here on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. There you go. There you go. I don't know. I I mean I will tell you, I can sit here for a very long time and listen to music with you if that's your desire. So if it's not, it's okay. I get it. But if you do want to kind of do that, I will be going over at the top of the hour for the next couple hours over to Radio Big uh, and hanging out over there and doing all the fun stuff that we get to do in regards of hanging out and doing the radio thing. They are being distributed on iHeartRadio, so if you want to come out over there, hang out, and do all that kind of fun stuff, you're more than welcome on doing so. You know, it's, a, it's definitely free radio on that side of the house. So that will make it kind of go all over the place. Anyways, with that being said, it is that time of the show that I get to tell you the most important thing that I will ever get to tell you about. Yeah, sorry. Had to throw in the DJ horns there. Uh, And that's about my friends at 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you or loved ones and the best practices for professionals in the united states to find out more information all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org that's 988lifeline.org you can go to the website you can text them at 988 Yes, just directly 988. Text the word talk. That's the easiest way to get there. And then also you can just call 988 if you're so inclined to do so. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you, and regardless on how we take a look at this, there should be no stigma about this conversation. It should be one of these conversations that we're able to have, not sometimes, all the time. Hey, listen, I'm not feeling 100% today. I'm running it through with some mental issues in regards of what's going on in my lifetime. And it should be okay to say that. I am a huge proponent of actually taking uh, mental health days. If you need it, it's something that you need. I understand it. I get it. And if you need someone to talk to, they're there for you at 988-SUICIDE-AND-CRISIS-LIFELINE. Just keep that in mind as we are talking and doing all that stuff. Anyways, with that being said, let's move forward a little bit in regards of talking about what is going on. Well, last month we talked about that big buzzword, quiet quitting, the concept of performing a job. Well, expectations and not going above and beyond. Well, that was closely followed by quiet firing when your employer wants to get you gone. So they treat you poorly to the point that you want to quit. Now we have quiet. Quiet returning and what's that? Well, I guess we're just going to be quiet about a lot of things. So the act of returning to the workplace after retirement for many, uh, for many, uh, well, I shouldn't say workplace. I should probably say workforce. For many working in their retirement years is the long term is long in long terms not their employers or even society's expectations. These days, many recent retirees are saying that they want to go back to work at least in their retirement years in the U S there's more than 2 million people retired during the first 18 months of the pandemic. Many are now heading back to work. Some cite the money worries tired of inflation, but they all fall 60% of retirees returning to work. It said that they were simply looking to do some having or looking for something to do a uh, jobless CEO, uh, not jo- and in it's I said job list, not job list a uh, jobless CEO Kevin Harrigan said that many people struggle with how to spend their time after they retire and miss their social connections at the at the workplace. Who are you kidding? I mean, seriously, who's kidding here? Uh, they're just doing it to avoid the honeydew list. I mean, let's just be realistic. And two million and four, if you include a uh, motley crew. So I don't know of the retirees coming back out. You know, I, I take a look around. And I go, the people that I have seen struggle the most when it comes to the whole retiring thing are people that have no plan or agenda of what they want to do after they retire. And if your plan is to sit your ass at home and not to do anything, you will see that you will deteriorate quickly. You have to have some kind of goals. And I mean, I get it. You know, people at first would say, hey, I might want to do nothing, I might want to travel. I don't know. The friend, Mr. Dave Ramsey, talks about this all the time, about saving money for retirement to live like no one else so later you can live like no one else. And I think that's a good thing, depending on how you want to um, take a look-see-look-see at some of those things as we are talking. As you look into this, what are your retirement plans? Do you have any? Or do or you keep going around and going, well, I'll get to it at some point
4: always
3: replicated but never duplicated rated r safety show
2: so there you go all kinds of fun stuff going on there anyways 49 minutes past the top of the hour i think it might be time to do that thing where we bring in a john smalls and let him tell us about the motivation minute
4: the motivation minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com Today's quote was submitted by Taylor. Nelson Mandela said, It always seems impossible until it's done. I like that. Thanks, Taylor. Think about a big, huge project that you have to do. Think of all of the time you have to invest to get that done. It seems daunting. But you can break it into smaller, more reasonable parts and then whittle away at it each and every day until it's finished. I remember a manager who told me, You can't eat an elephant all at once but one bite at a time, over time, you could eat a herd of elephants. That's true. I'm not sure what elephant tastes like, and I'd rather keep it that way, but one day at a time, your project will also get finished. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org.
5: Your wellness minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. Sometimes the question comes about on how much time should be spent on intense focus while at work or achieving a task. The research literature points to something called ultradian cycle. You have probably heard about a circadian cycle from circa meaning the day or a 24-hour cycle. While well, our brain and body operate within a day in 90-minute ultradian cycles. So anytime you are sitting down to focus, whether it's an intense bout of physical exercise or skill learning or even just having an important conversation with somebody, the ideal duration is about 90 minutes or less. This is how our brain and body is wired to focus. Going over that amount of time may lead to decreased focus and possibly fatigue. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com.
2: Hot shot during a heat wave. What's more important air conditioning or air guitar? Um, is it air conditioning? Air guitar. The answer is always air guitar. Radio oh, yes, the answer is always air guitar. Anyways, 51 minutes past the top of the hour, as you and I are hanging out on this lovely, lovely Wednesday and getting to do the things that we get to do together, that is for sure um so let's continue talking about some things that are going on inside of the world real quick the ceo of my pillow claims that the sbi has actually ceased
6: His phone, Rory O'Neill reports. In a post on social media, Mike Lindell, the founder of MyPillow and an outspoken believer that the 2020 election was stolen, says that FBI agents seized his phone during a stop at a fast food restaurant in Minnesota. In the video, Lindell says agents had a search warrant and took his phone, possibly to investigate any connection to the January 6th riot at the Capitol. I'm Rory O'Neill.
2: Okay so there you go some stuff going on right there as we are talking uh what else is going on let's talk about um let's talk about this real quick A new poll shows that more Americans are ready to move on from the pandemic. Take a listen to what Rory O'Neill has to say on this one. The poll shows that
6: despite a spike in COVID cases earlier this summer, Americans are moving forward. The research from Axios shows more Americans are working outside the home and venturing outside for travel, dining, and entertainment. The poll also finds the vast majority of Americans now believe COVID has changed their lives forever, but they're in a better place than they were one year ago. I'm Rory O'Neill.
2: Okay, thank you, Rory, for that one. Take a listen to this. The New York City Council is introducing a bill that would put sugar warnings on certain menu items in chain restaurants, Jennifer Polsoni has more information.
3: It's called the Sweet Truth Act, proposed by City Council Majority Leader Keith Powers and would require food chains with 15 or more storefronts to add sugar warning icons next to food or drinks with sugar contents over the FDA-recommended daily intake of 50 grams. It would also require menu reviews every three months by the city's Department of Health or a fine of up to $500. Popular menu items being targeted include a Starbucks Big Mocha, of frappuccino packed with 51 grams of sugar or Dunkin's medium frozen coffee that contains 84 grams. Jennifer Polsony, NBC News Radio, New York.
2: Well, interesting stuff coming out right there as we are talking. Anyways, the death toll from this summer in East Kentucky floods is now 40. Trey Thomas has more information. Governor Andy Bashir made the announcement on Twitter, noting the number of deaths from the tragedy has risen by one. Bashir
6: said this latest fatality was someone who died in the cleanup efforts.
2: I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thank you for the information, Trey, as we are talking about everything that is going on. Anyways, can look at this. Paramount is considering shutting down Showtime's dedicated streaming platform and moving its content to. To Paramount Plus, Trey Thomas has more information.
6: The Wall Street Journal reports the discussions
2: are early, but Paramount has broached the idea. This comes less than a month after Paramount combined Showtime and Paramount Plus into a single merged service. Showtime's popular shows include Billions and Yellow Jackets,
6: with a new series, The Lincoln Project, coming in October. I'm Trey Thomas.
2: Okay, thank you, Trey Thomas, for that information right there. Take a listen to this. September is the National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and Dr. Leon Kelly and the El Paso County Coroner says that suicide numbers in the community are some of the highest in the country.
4: Our suicide numbers are some of the highest in Colorado, and Colorado usually ranks poorly for suicide rates uh, compared to the rest of the nation. And so it's not a place that we want to be.
2: More than 170 people took their lives in the community last year. Dr. Kelly says that 30% of those are active or prior military personnel. That's a 10% increase from 2020. You suicides have decreased by 15 in 2020 to 20 or to four in 2021 and to two in 2022. Dr. Kelly says that it shows that the direct reflection of the effort taken by the community in addressing issues, Cassandra Walton, uh, the executive director with Pikes Peak Suicide Prevention says that the active-duty military and veterans, are, there is a need to decrease the stigma around accessing health. The race against suicide is, this Sunday is on September the 18th. Over 500 people will honor those who are surviving the losses of suicide and wa- raise um, awareness about this information. If you need to know someone who is struggling with suicide, the National Prevention Lifeline is 988. So just something to talk about um, in that particular regard. Let's get into some more news real quick. If you're looking at some things that happened back on this date, I have some of those for you real quick. Taking a look around back in, let's see, 2018 Hurricane Florence makes landfall in North Carolina. The storm is a Category 1 and weakened as it slowed down and moved into the um, inland the first major hurricane of the 2018 Season. If you're looking at some birthdays for today, Jesse James turns 33. Uh, Ashley Roberts 40. Run. Rod Desantis turns 44 today. Daniel Peck 44. Andrew Lincoln 49. Nas 49. Uh, JT Money turns 50 today, and Sam Neal turns 75. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you. National Eat a Day. National live creative day and national cream filled donut day so there you go some days to celebrate if you're so inclined to do so yeah I, I i mean i look at it that way how else would you look at it uh let's talk about did you know real quick marijuana users have a bad reputation for being lazy or unmotivated while high but a new study has found that that may not be true researchers from the university of cambridge say the cannabis users don't show any less motivation to do things than people who avoid the drug. The study finds that stoners are actually more likely to enjoy themselves during common uh situations like seeing friends and family to enjoy the time of with my family cannabis isn't an option it's a requirement (laughs) okay just saying uh anyways let's continue moving on with some other things that are going on inside of the world if you're looking for a random joke for today you might be lazy but you'll never be as lazy as the guy who named who named the fireplace so there you go uh, what else? If you need a phone starter for the day, try this. What reasonable perks should be, your employer offer that absolutely improve your workplace experience? If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question, 59% of people agree if a home smells like this, it smells clean. What is it? Citrus, you know, lemon, orange, lime, et cetera. That would be the way that you smell clean anyways that's going to sum it up for our show here today on this lovely wednesday if you want to come and hang out with me at radiobig.fm you're more than welcome on doing so or finding us on the iheart radio app if not you can stay right here on safety fm and take a listen to what the hell is going on anyways thank you for always being the best part of safety fm and radio big and that is the listener because without you we couldn't do what we do around here if i can leave you with a deep thought for today i would love to leave you with this you don't drown by falling in the water. You drown by staying there. Think about that. Sometimes it's not that difficult to think about. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Don't stay there. Move,
0: move. <laughs> any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. We're rocking all day at work because
6: we don't give a duck. Auto correct probably just saved my there. Like I give a flying, mm, you know. Yeah.